0: Our second scripture reading comes from the gospel according to John, chapter 14, verses 1 through 4 and 25 through 27. Listen for a word from God. This is Jesus speaking. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight. For you are the peace giver, the one we have all hope in. And pray this in your name. Amen. The disciples are terrified terrified of what comes next. Jesus has journeyed with these friends, with these disciples for the past two years. In that two years, they've had experiences and joys. They've had discussions and teachings. They've had those special moments of community that change your life. And they've been with the Messiah, the Lord God, for two years but soon jesus will no longer be with them our text finds us in what's called the final discourse of jesus he's ending his earthly ministry he has entered jerusalem and he will not leave this is the final week the cross is what awaits him Soon, Jesus will die and be resurrected. Soon, life for the disciples will change drastically. Soon, life will be completely unknown. The normal rhythms will be disrupted. Their leader and their rabbi will no longer bodily be with them. Life will change, which leaves them terrified. And we can relate to this feeling of the disciples, right? This desire to keep things exactly as they are, where they're comfortable, where we have control. It's amazing how the slightest hiccup in our routine can totally mess things up for the day, whether that is you're out of coffee in the morning, Or perhaps there's an accident on the way to work and the traffic is backed up. Or maybe you forgot a meeting was there. Or maybe your child comes home with the sniffles and you know COVID is in for the whole family. Or in my case last week, my wife comes home from the sniffles and we both get COVID. And Jesus understands this fear. Jesus understands that to be human means there will be moments that we are afraid, that there are moments when we will be anxious about the unknown of life. Jesus understands it's not just those little hiccups, but there are also things in our life that are legitimately scary that are bring us fear, whether that is having to move houses or maybe even to move states. Maybe it's moving to a new job. Maybe we're fearful about a new season of life we are entering Maybe we're fearful about the unknown in someone else's life, someone we love dearly, whether that is a grandchild beginning their first week of high school or a child going off to college, or maybe our parents' health is declining. That is unknown and scary. Or maybe we have a dear, dear friend who is suffering from depression or a loved one has a cancer diagnosis. Again fear and anxiousness to these events are normal human responses but there is a danger when the fear becomes all consuming when the fear becomes all that we can feel this is a kind of fear that that terrifies a kind of fear that immobilizes a kind of fear that prevents us from loving how can we do the self-sacrificing work of caring for others when we can't get beyond our own fears and anxieties? Frederick Beekner speaks to this. He was a Presbyterian minister and really more of a novelist than a minister. And he writes about the worst time in his life in his memoir, Telling Secrets. It was a time when his beloved daughter was suffering from the terrible disease of anorexia. And all he wanted to do was to save her, to lift her out of the mire, to rescue her. He had come from a background from a life where his parents weren't able to be the best parents because of their own trauma, because of their own darkness. And so he took great pride in the fact that he had this deep love for his family and his children, but with his daughter's disease, he realized there was nothing he could do, and so he was wrapped in fear and anxiety. He actually writes that the love I had for my daughter was lost in the anxiety I had for her. He continues on, It made no sense for my daughter, who was being carried away from this rushing torrent of a river, to jump in after her. I was called to stay on dry land, but I could not do that It's easier to say to do that than to actually do it. Eventually, his daughter had to be hospitalized against her will. And it was in that hospital that she experienced a love from society, a love from others, a love that was realistic and tough and conscientious, not a love that had been erased by fear. In that hospital with the help of doctors and nurses and social workers in the presence of the Lord God his daughter began to get well he writes that when he would go and visit her and he could see her getting better each day he could see her healing and he realized that he was in need of healing himself he was in need of getting well himself he realized he had let fear rule his life under the guise of love. He writes in 1 John, it says, Perfect love cast out fear. Well, the flip side of that was that fear like his cast out love. We are fearful of what comes next, we are anxious sometimes at how we feel right now. Like our pigeon friend, the thought of cleansing waters of transformative baptism leaves us within such a fearful place we cannot speak about anything else. We can't hear words from another. And Jesus promises us in the midst of this fear that he will not abandon us. Instead, he offers us three assurances in this passage, three pieces of comfort as a balm on our weary souls. The first is that we may fi- might find rest in his love because all are welcome in his love. In the passage, he talks that there are many rooms, many dwelling places in the Father's house. What Christ is saying is that the family of God is open to all. That even though there are moments in our life where we feel we are not good enough, that we feel we may not belong in a church or in the family of God, there is always a bed to rest your head in the family of God. Not just for you, but for any other person. The family of God is open to all. There's no shortage of availability. There is always a room open the second promise Jesus makes is to go and prepare a place. When we are fearful about the future because we don't know what it holds, we can be assured because Christ has already been there. Christ has already made ready what is to come. That doesn't mean what is to come will be easy. That doesn't mean it won't be filled with tears sometimes but it'll be going to a place where someone who loves us already exists. I don't know about you all, but I am the kind of person that loves to do the same things over and over again. If I find a restaurant I like and a meal I like, I will go sit in the same booth, hopefully have the same server, and I will get that meal over and over again. But there's something, and the, and the thought of going to a new place just fills me with anxiety. It sounds terrible. But when I have a friend who's been there before, has been to that restaurant, or maybe has been to a city I've never been, and then invites me to go with them, how much more assured I am because they have been there before. My experience doesn't change much, but I know that they have been there, and they know what is to come, and that brings comfort. Such is Jesus Christ who has gone before us knows what is coming and will be with us in the midst of us in the midst of it be with us in our journey and finally with that jesus promises us the presence of the lord god and the gift of the advocate the gift of the holy spirit the lord god will be with us no matter where we are where we go or what we experience God will be with us in our suffering. God will be with us in our unknowns. This doesn't eliminate pain. It doesn't extinguish all fear, but it brings us comfort. It brings us hope. It brings us strength. And ultimately, as the passage leaves us, it brings us peace. It brings us a peace that does not make sense in the world. As Beekner reflects on his experience with his daughter... He says, present even in the most private of events as mine, I found that it does not mean that Jesus makes these events happen to us, that Jesus moves us in certain directions like we are chess pieces. Instead, events happen under their own steam as random as rain, which means that God is present in them not as their cause, but as the one who even in the hardest and most hair-raising moments, God offers us the possibility of new life and healing, which to Bekner, that is salvation. The Lord God beckons us to the reality that even in the difficulties, even in the pain, even in the unknown, even in death, there is always the possibility for renewal of life, for resurrection, for healing. There is always the possibility for transformation because Jesus Christ has been there, is with us, and has been there before. Jesus Christ is journeying with us. The love of God surrounds us, and we cannot escape it no matter how hard we try sometimes. So as we journey through life, and as fear lurks around every corner, threatening to dominate, threatening to freeze us, threatening to stop us from living our call to love in the world, may we hold on to the hope and the truth that God's presence surrounds us. May we have faith to look to the love of God as provision and peace in all things. And with that knowledge, may we never stop loving the world and all God's beloved children in it. Thanks be to God. Amen.